Well, welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Everybody Needs a Nudge. Uh, we went searching high and low for guests uh, for this week's podcast, but everybody seems to be busy with Christmas, Rupia. That's right. Yeah. It's that time of year. Are you busy with Christmas? Always. It's the best time of How year. How are you always busy with Christmas? Um, <clears throat> she loves Christmas. Holiday expos, shopping, ice skating, decorating, baking. Christmas treats. Christmas movies, Christmas treats, Christmas carols. <laughs> Caroling, big wow. Christmas uh, person over there, huh? Huge, really, almost as big as Keith. I don't know. Oh, who? Keith Cass. So this week's guest. Hold on, I have a special intro. I have to read it. It's finally happening. My best and longest friend ever. The man, the myth, the legend. I give you, Keith Cotta. Thank you, Dan. This is, this is quite an honor. So we had to beg and claw to get Keith on the on the podcast, and he wanted to bring his whoopee with him. So Nick is here. Say hi, Nick. Hello. Nick's already been on the podcast. This is round two, which means, unfortunately for Nick, your speaking uh, is limited. It's okay. All right. I'm here for no. emotional support. You can't talk that much. Okay, goodbye. All right. Um, of course, before we you know get into Keith, because we are going to talk about you, Keith. I got some notes here. I could read the rest of this, but I would probably end up uh, at the police station for at least this part. <laughs> but I can read this part. As in life, work, etc., any good leader needs a good assistant, and that's exactly what Keith is. He's my checks and balances, my milk for my Oreos, my peanut butter to my jelly. You get the point. So... Very, very well said, dude. Yeah, I don't know Jeez. who wrote this. How'd you come up with that? <laughs> I don't know who gave you these notes, but they're really fantastic. I appreciate it. I'm not sure. Um, so obviously a little change of format. We got, we've got four people on the podcast instead of three. Uh, this is going to be a big shock to my sister, Doris. Um, I don't know how she's going to take this. I think she's going to love it. You think so? Yeah. The more the merrier? The more the merrier. Might be a step in the right direction. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Electric. Is it already? Yes. I can feel the energy. So we're with the change of format. Now the topic is still Keith. Yeah. He doesn't think so, but but we'll work around to it. So obviously Christmas time is is here, and we're doing a lot of Christmas parties. Crowd Lending did a lot of Christmas parties this year. Would you guys agree with that? Oh yeah. We had a Christmas dinner for the for the office. Then Chris had his big party, mm-hmm. which I didn't go to. I didn't either. As a whole situation. I was there. Nick went. Did you go, Amy? I didn't. Yeah, Rupert wasn't there either? I was in New York. Yeah, I got a lot of crap for not going. And then we had the Toys for Tots, which was Chris Roach's little event uh, last Thursday. It was a great event. Um, but that's a lot. It's a lot for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a lot to ask, I think. Um, what do you think, Rupert? It's a lot of Christmas cheer. I know, but you love Christmas. I do. I know. Um, I need a nap. <laughs> But the Toys for Tots raised a whole bunch of, uh, I think, over hundreds and hundreds of toys. Uh, so that was actually a good cause. But it got me thinking. Christmas time got me thinking, and I was talking to uh, a friend who's actually been on the podcast, and he has this theory that there's only like 13 weeks a year where people actually work. That's it. And his theory was like uh, the first couple of weeks of January, people are just getting back into the swing of things. And I was like, well, I'm just getting back into the swing of things, right? Then they work for a couple of weeks. Then you hit February, and everyone's like, well, a February vacation. I'm not around for February vacation. Then you got March vacation for some of the schools, right? That's a couple of weeks off. People are disappearing for that. Then you got April vacation, 
right? So now you're not really working then either. People are like, we're going to go on April vacation. People are on April. Then there's like a time from like April vacation to like the end of the school year where people work, right? Yeah. Then you got summer, yeah, right? You, you take summers off. Yeah, so nobody works in the summer. Well, I mean, it's hard to get out. Oh, it's the summertime. Oh, he's, you, know, you know, he's on vacation. It's the summertime. Then they come back. So there's like three or four weeks uh, so far. And then they come back. And people work from like September almost to like Thanksgiving. Like that's the big push, right? And then Thanksgiving week, nobody works. Yeah. And then you work like maybe one and a half more weeks, maybe two weeks. And then it's Christmas time. After Thanksgiving, it's all eyes on Christmas. Everybody's right, but there's a couple out. there's a couple weeks there where you're trying to wrap up some stuff. Yeah. Right. So I didn't nail it perfectly, but there's like a you only work like 13 weeks out of the year. So does that only matter if you have kids? Seems this way. Because I don't have spring break, I don't have April break, I don't have Thanksgiving break. Right, but but if you're working with people that do, you're not getting anything done. Right? Cuz oh, they're on they're on they're skiing, they're doing this, they're doing that. They're not around. Like I'm not around. I think we should issue a company-wide spring break <laughs> Thanksgiving. We have enough people around here that take excessive vacations. I second that motion. Okay? Amy's, this today, the reason why we had to do the podcast today is because Amy's out until next year. Right? You're done. Bye. <laughs> yeah, this is it. You take Fridays and Mondays off. No, I took Christmas to New Year's off. Oh, that's right. But she took every Friday and Monday leading up to Christmas off. But, but think about that. I, I don't know the exact, think about those, think about the fact that you really, so you got to work hard during those 13 weeks, I guess is what I'm telling you guys as the staff here at Crowd Lending. Duly noted. Okay. Lead, All right. lead by example is what I would say. Yeah? Are you saying that I don't work? No, no. I'm saying you lead by example. Right. We do work. Like this week's very busy for us. Yeah. We've been slammed. Next week's very busy. Yeah. So I'm just saying, but Amy's not going to be here. Where are you going? Home. Berkeley. Home to do what? I had to use them up by the end of the year. I use them or lose them. That's true. Is that our policy here? Yeah. Are we use them or lose them? We're we're flexible though, but yeah, for the most part. I'm just going to binge on Christmas for a week. I mean, you do love it, so it makes sense. I do. Um, So we got, you know, I I like to bring up sayings, you know, different sayings that I see either on on Twitter or LinkedIn or um, Instagram. Um, but we we had one on our, right here in our office, which Rupert really liked. I'm gonna uh, and I I said it, and oh. I was actually yelling at you. Oh, here we go. And I said, <laughs> "Don't turn this into something it isn't, because you're gonna end up with something you don't want." It only took him three tries to get it right, but he got it. No, I I nailed it on the first try when I said it the first time. I don't know. I yeah. couldn't remember it after that. Well, that's the that's thing. Like, don't turn this into happened. something it isn't. Because you're going to end up with something you don't want. Does everybody understand that? Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Because then you're going to have a major issue with me. Or whoever. Whoever you made that mountain out of. Seems like I made a mountain. I don't even remember what the issue was. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, I, I had it out a little early. Oh. You edited me out, right? Oh, wow. Oh, hey. Paul McRae coming into the office. Yeah. <laughs> you're on video. Oh, I can see, you can see me? No. <laughs> I'm hiding. What are you doing? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad you picked you it know, up. I wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. All right. Today's day three. 
You enjoying the Hanukkah holiday? I already wished everybody. Already wished everybody a happy Hanukkah. You love Hanukkah. I do. Big Jewish holiday guy over there. I am. <laughs> What are you guys discussing? Well, we weren't discussing you until you walked in here. <laughs> My name really came up? No. Which was it? <laughs> Two yeses and a no. No, it didn't. All right, well, enjoy, guys. All I right. gotta go. Nice to All see right. you. Happy holidays. Goodbye. Bye, Paul. Bye, Paul. Little cameo from Paul Thanks McCray. I love it. No, you're going to make it through. Right. Little cameo from Paul McCray there. It's always good. Another person. Uh, another person that's been on the, uh, on the, on the, what, on the uh, Everybody Needs a Nudge podcast. Um, you know what I'm struck by, Rupert, is how many people this podcast is actually reaching. I know. Yeah, every time I go somewhere, people say, "Hey, he's got a podcast." I, I'm not feeling this, Rupert. <laughs> Why not? Is this like a podcast thing? Is this what we call her? Yeah, A and W. I don't know. Why you don't like it? I, I just it doesn't. No, it's not resonating with you. No, it's not. Why not? Rupert. Hey, Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like it. It's root beer. I like uh, Amy Walshy. No. Root beer. No. So here's my question right. that I have. If you look around, we all have facial hair. Do women like facial hair on guys? Um, if it's done correctly, yes. Okay. What does that mean? Um, like a mustache? <laughs> I'm actually a fan of the mustache. Really? I am. Oh, wow. Look. Look. I am. I never would have thought. You are but an old soul. I am. You really yeah, are an old because I, I I equate the mustache with not old people but like a different era. Right. Like I feel like the mustache was like seventies, sixties, fifties. Like my grandfather had a my grandfather had a mustache. That's the era that I equate mustaches with. Right. That and pedophiles. Oh. <laughs> check check. <laughs> But Keithy has a mustache, and we he grew it because we had a golf tournament, and he kept it. So it's it's been what six weeks? Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Uh, our captain for our golf tournament wanted us to grow him. We grew him, and I just can't bring myself to shave it. And I, I know how ridiculous it looks. I actually don't think it looks ridiculous. It looks good. My my, my rule of thumb with facial hair is if you don't have hair on your head, you, you can't be growing facial hair. <laughs> I just I feel as I feel like you're overcompensating for something. Really? So you grow it in your face. Yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of facial hair on people who don't have hair. But maybe it balances Says a bald out. guy. Who's says, a, says a bald guy with a nice mustache. <laughs> <laughs> to another bald guy who's growing a, a shitty a beard. beard. Right. <laughs> your beard looks, it looks good too. It's getting there. It takes me a while. I don't think Marlene likes the beard. Well, well that's the mustache. thing. It's if it grows in patchy mm. or you got to manage the scruff. Yeah. You need a beard brush. Does Johnny beard have a beard? He cannot because of his job. Oh, he's a state trooper. Do you guys know that? (laughs) Johnny Cops. (laughs) Johnny Cops, as we like to call him on the show. Wow. Johnny Cops a feel, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) skaboom. (laughs) Hey, now. What just happened? (laughs) So so you you like facial hair if it's done correctly? Yes. My father, I've never seen my father without a beard. My whole entire life, 46 years. He's had a beard. It's like those videos when a little girl and her dad, and he'll shave the beard, and she doesn't recognize yeah. who he is. That's how I would feel about You're my like father. Looking at him like, whoa. Yeah. He used to always say to me as a kid, I'd say, Dad, shave your beard, shave your beard. He said, I'll, I'll just shave half of it. Because that would look ridiculous, right, guys? Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Craigie when he makes me a drink. <laughs> Sometimes at the end of the night, if I'm having a drink with Keith, and well, Keith doesn't drink anymore. 
but if I had a drink with Keith and Craigie, who were trying to get on the show, but he won't come on the show, I always like I can't keep up with them because they're you know they're better drinkers than I am, uh, especially Craigie, and he would say I'd say I'm done I can't have any more and he'd say I'll make you one you just drink half of it. <laughs> no one's gonna drink half of a drink, right? So that's his trick into getting me to stay. You know, I would always seems like it works. Right. Oh, it works. Yeah, every time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll just drink half of it. But the second half of the drink is the better half, oh, right? Yeah. Right. Because the ice is melted a little bit. First half just a warm up. That's true. Yeah. The second half of most drinks is better, assuming there's alcohol in them, which we went to Serafina, and there was no alcohol in the drinks at Serafina. I'm convinced of it. I'm I convinced. It's possible. I got wine, so. Yeah, there's alcohol in that. Yeah. I had the amount of whatever. It, there's no. A lot. <laughs> Right? Yeah. For me. For you, yeah. A lot. Yeah. And those I was fine walking out of there. And except for your little episode in the parking garage. What was my episode in the parking garage? Oh, I couldn't I couldn't work the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, know, you, you, <laughs> paid, you paid for the ticket. Oh, that's what happened. A, a guy who drove out in front of <laughs> That's what happened. I had the ticket in my hand and we were walking past the you know, the 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 exit. Yeah. And I said, Go get the car because Keithy was driving because he wasn't drinking. I said, Go get the car and pull it around and I'll pay for the ticket so we don't have to wait. So I paid, and then another car went through, so he got to go for free, (laughs) and then my car wouldn't work to let us out. And I'm waiting behind them in another car. Like, what is going on? So I had to go get the guy, and and, uh, he had to let me out. He let us go for free. Um, I mean, technically you paid. Technically I paid, but in his mind, I broke him down, (laughs) right, at the end of the day. Um. So the last thing we'll talk, and then we'll get into Keithy. We're going to ask him some questions, and we'll talk about Keithy a little bit here. Um, you mentioned the weight loss contest. Yes. What was the weight loss contest? I don't know, Nick. You can help me with this. I it was a quarterly weight loss challenge where a monetary amount was awarded to the winners within the office. And how uh, how long have you? How long has this been going on? Supposed supposed to be 2022? 2022, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so we should be done this yeah. couple weeks here. Pretty much, and then I think we're planning on re-rolling it into 23 and keep it going. Yeah, and my understanding was it was a $1,000 quarterly amount for the total amount lost per that quarter for each quarter. And yeah. At the end of the competition, it was a $5,000 Overall winner. Do we have that in writing? I can draft it real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Check your pocket. You might have a little something in there. You should win. I mean, how much weight have you lost? I'm down. I was down seventy. Seventy pounds. Yeah, I went from two seventy down to two hundred. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. That is. Yeah, I put some back on the last month or so because of the holidays and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think your eating habits have been great the last couple month or so. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. No alcohol, though. No, no booze. It's uh, one of the things. Just stop drinking, exercise. So down. how long? when's the last time you had a drink? February 23rd. Wow. Yeah. And now yeah. I have you weight training now, too, so. I started the weights, yes. Oh, yeah. Get ready for the beach. Really? Yeah. You're doing, you're working the ter- tonal in here? I've tried the tonal. I, I, I can't get behind it. Oh, I love the tonal. Do you? Yeah. Do you use it here? Yeah, I did it last week, and I couldn't walk for, like, two days. Really? Yeah. I like it too. You don't like it, Nick? Oh, I like it. Yeah. Do you use it? I I've, uh, I go to the gym gym now, but I did use it for a little while. It's a nice piece of equipment. You should try it. It's it's very nice looking. I, yeah. I just I just can't figure it out. 
we'll, 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 me and you will go yeah, we'll do yeah, a little workout. Maybe a tutorial or. Yeah, you bring your Whoopi in there with you. Bring Whoopi with me. Yeah. yeah. Come well, on in, Whoopi. I don't know how I feel about this, but. Well, he couldn't come on the show. All right, so let's, let's ask Keith some questions. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying Keith is a very private man who doesn't like to talk about himself. Very selfless. And that's why we keep him around for a variety of other reasons. But so this is going to be very difficult for him, but we're going to we're going to do it. All right. I'm here. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it a little bit. Where were you born? Uh, I was born at St. Elizabeth Hospital in Boston. Why St. Why up there? That's where mom sent us all. Yeah. yeah. But did she must have gone with you. Uh, no, she wasn't there. actually. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for a different podcast. <laughs> Mom sent us up to St. E's. Yeah. She didn't have time for, no. <laughs> for the no. birth. No. Get in the car. You're going to St. E's. You got to you you be born. Were you, live, were, they, were you living up that way? No. We were uh, actually in Halifax. That's where we first started. There. Started in Halifax. Yeah, moved to Duxbury when I was five and been in Duxbury ever since. And you're the, you've got a whole bunch of, you've got a whole slew of Carters. There are. There's five of us. Uh, I have three sisters and obviously Craigie, my brother. Craigie's the youngest? Uh, Maeve is the youngest. Maeve's the youngest. Who's the oldest? Deirdre. Deirdre. Who am I missing then? Deirdre? Allison. Allison. You? Craigie, uh, Deirdre, Maeve? Deirdre, me, Craigie, Allison, Maeve. Okay. So the two boys are in the middle. Yes. Okay. And how much younger is Craigie than you? You're seven, born in 74? Depends. Um, <laughs> depends who you're asking. Depends on which fake ID I showed right. you. Right. So... <laughs> There's two years between all of us, from the oldest to the youngest. So, really? Yeah. That's uh, that's a good cadence of. Yeah. So so five total, six five. Five total. Five so, total. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Five. So that's ten years of newborns or, you know, young babies lying around, being around. Yeah, it's good, Dan. Good math. That's a grind. It is. That's a grind. It is. So are they all local still? Uh, yeah, Craigie's in Duxbury. Yeah, I knew uh, that. That much I know. Yeah, uh, one in Hanover and two in West Roxbury. What's was there a connection to West Roxbury that landed him up there? Uh, I think it was maybe a relationship. Uh, could be work related. I don't. I don't really know. But nothing with your family. No, 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 no Carter no. family connection no. to JP. Uh, no West Roxbury. No. West Roxbury. No. All right. So growing up in Duxbury, wonderful town. Duxbury, yeah, great town. Yeah. Uh, I play any sports. I did a lot of badminton, figure skating. Uh, He's lying, folks. This is this is Keithy's defense mechanism. I asked for everybody's bio when I first started working here, and he put that in it. Yeah, he put it in his bio. And Tori had to come in and be like, "You know, that's not true." Right? Yeah, he put he put like he was a world class figure skater yep. in his bio. Yep. Badminton, badminton champion. I went to China for that. Yeah, you did. I you did. did. You did. <laughs> But yeah, no, I played the normal sports, soccer, baseball, hockey. And now you got a son who loves soccer. I have a son that loves soccer, which, which hurts a little bit. But uh, yeah, big soccer guy. But after the World Cup, so, so we had, so Finney came to the girls' practice yesterday, two days ago? Monday. Monday. And we were doing hockey drills, and I said the word soccer ball, and you would have thought, he was like, where's the soccer ball? Is there a soccer ball? He want all he wants to do is play soccer. That's it. It's twenty four seven in our house. It. It's fun. It's great. It's great. I still have Jenny. Biggest Jenny. sport in the world, so you know. Not really. I mean, soccer. 
Football. At the end of the day, it's soccer. It's soccer. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, everyone likes every four years. Right. <laughs> Especially, well, I, I mean, I think the whole world likes soccer, except 100%. we don't care about it. We don't it. care about it. America. No. It's too slow for Americans. Very slow. Too many people. Too slow. Field's too big. Net's too big. Did you see there's, a, there's like a... I, I mean, we're, we are going to piss off Mark Gammons with, with some of this. Yeah, it is what it is. He's a big soccer guy. Sorry. Mark, if you're out there, we're sorry. sorry. But there was like an Instagram post... A Twitter post, and it said, "This is what you have to do to change to fix soccer." It was uh, shrink the field, shrink the nets, make it so there's three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie, and uh, cover the field in ice. <laughs> <laughs> and then sub on the fly. Yeah, and then yeah, sub on the fly. Yeah. So essentially, turn it into hockey. There you go. Yeah, it all comes back to hockey. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's the cult. So, uh, so you got Jenny and Finney at home yep. now, <clears throat> but. When you were growing up, you're playing all these sports. Uh, where do you end up going to high school? I ended up at uh, BC High for my freshman year, and I uh, didn't find it as challenging. Um, so I ended up going to CM for my sophomore year. Really? I graduated from CM. Yes. You so didn't. That's all. I, I BCI was just it was just wasn't for me. You know what? The, you know what they say about BC High. Yeah, right? we know what they say. <laughs> Sure do. Rupi, do you know what they say? I do. Yeah, you know the saying, BC high, BC low? Yep. Oh, I'm from Connecticut. I don't know these things. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. No. You guys can DM me. Slip into my DMs and I'll tell you what the rest <laughs> of the saying is. Isn't that what you say? Uh, yeah. yeah. Slip into my DMs? Slide. slide. Oh, slide. slide? Yeah, slip sounds. Slip doesn't sound floppy. right. Floppy. Yeah. <laughs> not smooth. Not smooth? We'll so if I like, it. if I go up to a girl and I was like, hey, slip into my DMs. Slide. She'd slide. Probably, yeah, yeah slide. that probably wouldn't go well. <laughs> you got to slide into slide, my DMs. Slide, smooth slide. <clears throat> you know, slip means you fell, right? Like I slipped, but I slid into your DMs. Okay. Like almost on purpose. Completely on purpose. Yeah. So you can slide into my DMs and I'll give you the rest of the... See, that sounded great. That sounded perfect. Right. Yeah. Okay, so one year at BC High. Yeah, three years at CM. And why'd you leave CM? Why'd you leave BC High? Uh, I don't really know. It would, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I was asked to. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, let me ask you. Maybe a, it just didn't work out. Let me ask you a hypothetical. Okay. If you were to have been asked to leave BC High, mm-hmm. why would you have been asked? Uh, I'm not really <laughs> sure how to answer this. <laughs> My parents might listen to this. <laughs> they must have known. No, they knew. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. It just didn't work out. Yeah, uh, that's such a non-answer right <laughs> there. Yeah, just uh, you know, just didn't work out. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Just, Did you get in a fight? No. I'm, Did you fail out? Tell, Did you no, cheat? Can you really fail out? No. No, I didn't. No, I didn't cheat. You're not a cheater. I didn't fight. You're not a fighter. I mean, academically, was it difficult? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just didn't work out. Fair enough. Now I want to. You got to tell the story. Oh boy. Of so, Keithy and I had a bunch of crossovers because I was at Thayer and there was a bunch of Duxbury people at Thayer. But Keithy had a girlfriend in in high school, <laughs> and I just want you to tell the story about how you first and she was a Duxbury girl. How you first got the girl. I won't kind of say any names or anything. Everybody had girlfriends. Right, you no, were, yeah, yeah, you're no. a handsome guy. Yeah, I am. Still am. I know. Especially with the mustache. The, uh, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, that 
trying to think what year. I was so we were definitely going to CM. It was a carpool, three or four of us in the car driving up Route Three, and I remember seeing this blue Jetta on, on the highway, and there was this this very attractive young girl in the back seat, uh, being carpooled. And they had a Thayer sticker on the back of the car, so we assumed she was going to Thayer. And I'd seen her around town or at church or somewhere. Church. Um, church going guy. Big church guy. So and wholesome. Uh, So wholesome, right? <laughs> seen her at church, you know, raising, you know, helping out for the poor people. Volunteering in the community together. And, <laughs> and I just happened to see her. And obviously this was a time before cell phones and, and, and whatnot. Um, so I saw her and I, I found her very attractive. And I grabbed my notebook and pen and I wrote this quick note. Just said, my name's Keith. Call me. And I wrote down my phone number. Oh my god! And I <laughs> plastered it on the side of the window. And she, and she saw it. She kind of gave me a thumbs up. And I just assumed nothing was going to happen. And again, <clears throat> before cell phones, so you go home. You, you're waiting. And I waited for a couple of weeks. Nothing. Nothing. And every day I'm looking for her on the ride up. Nothing. And then one Saturday she called me, and the rest was history. Oh my god! That's right? The cutest. Is that amazing? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that amazing? I could totally see you doing it too. It's Actually, we, we had a friend in the car with her, uh, Jake Borden. Oh, she, Jake was in the car. He was in the car, yeah. I think Jake's had a couple of mentions on this on this podcast. J- Jake went to Thayer with me, then he went to Yale, and uh, he actually caught the pass, the touchdown pass in the Yale Harvard football game to beat Yale for the first time in like, I don't know, 25 years or something. He'll tell the story better than I would, but he's like a living legend at Yale, and to us, he's just Jake. So he was in the car with. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. So <laughs> now at Thayer, when we were at Thayer, she was like the it girl. She was like the girl. Uh, Keithy scored her. No, it, yeah, it was just a. And you dated her for a while. We dated for a while, yeah, and then you know, you know, we went separate directions after high school, and that was that. So what happens after high school for you? Not for the, the relationship ends. I get it. She goes to BC. She's actually went to BC with me. She's married and doing very well right now, much like you, uh, sitting here doing a podcast uh-huh. with your oldest friend. Yeah, oldest. <laughs> yeah, so after high school, I did uh, some hockey. Where uh, where'd you go to? What, okay, so you, you're at CM. Mm-hmm. You don't go right to college. I don't go right to college, no. I uh, ended up getting hurt my senior year in high school playing hockey. What'd you do? Uh, ankle, broken ankle. Uh, and I wasn't ready for college. I wanted to play hockey in college, and, and that... Being hurt my senior year kind of hurt that, so I did some uh, junior hockey after call after high school, excuse me, and uh, played for a team called the New England Classics. It was uh, inaugural season for this team. I think they were only around for two or three years, maybe. But uh, did that, and then I ended up going to college after that. So where were they based out of? Our home rink was in Canton. Okay. Uh, Ponca Park rink there. The one that caved in recently. The one that caved in. They yeah. just fixed it up. Yep. They did a terrible job with that rink. Yeah. M- neutral zone's way too small. So tell us a little bit about wh- wh- where did you play games? It was it was an experience. It was, uh, you know, a bunch of guys, uh, Scotty Harlow and Donnie Callow. I don't know if you know the names. Oh, yeah, I know those guys. So they were our coachings, coaches. Um, and, the, you know, we skated every day. Uh, we, you know, we'd get on the bus and take trips to New York, Buffalo, uh, just a grind. Yeah. Our home games are in Canton. Uh, you know, 35, 40 game season, maybe. Um, Do you still talk to any of the guys that were on that team? I'm just trying. I'm try- I don't, I don't know. Uh, I see them, you know, um, Eric Healy was on that team. Drew Hale was on that team. Um, 
and I'm, I'm forgetting a ton of them. So local guys, local guys, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a couple of kids from hanging on to the Finland. dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, trying to create themselves, make themselves better to play at the at the next level. Yeah. So how many years did you do that? I did that for one season. Were you living at home? Yeah, I lived at home. Uh, working, working for my father, you know, out in the field doing construction, uh, and then playing hockey every day. Yeah, it was great. Were you in the union at that? At some I point, was, you get in the union. Yeah, so that's when you go in the union. Yeah, we joined the union. I'm not sure if we can say this, but we joined. My brother and I joined when we were in high school. Um, <clears throat> just we had an in with my dad, and uh, we did that for summers. Do so you worked union jobs in the summers? Uh, what union? Labor's union. So what were you doing in the summers? Digging holes. <laughs> just, just yeah. I was not digging holes no, in the summer. No. I was playing golf. Right. <laughs> In my high school years, yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a good job. It paid very well. Yeah, um, but you were up early grinding. Yeah, you're up early. You're up, you know, in Boston by six six thirty and working all day till three thirty. Home by five and right to practice. Right back at it the next day. The next Sounds day, like yeah. your schedule now. Seriously? It's exactly like my schedule. Yeah, now. he's really grinding, digging ditches over here. <laughs> yeah, someone really. someone has to do it. Here. Yeah, he's really grinding it out, right, Nick? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Dream team. So you do that for a year, and then what do you do? Uh, from there, we head to Fairfield University. Okay. Uh, to play hockey? Uh, to, to get an education. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. You're a student athlete. They put the student first. Right. But the driver was to play hockey. Play yes. hockey. Yep. Now, you could have gone to some other places, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you want, oh yeah. So yeah, I, why'd you choose Fairfield? Uh, I think I had other options. Um, uh, schools like Plattsburgh State, Iona, Elmira, um, some other ones, but it, it came down to the school itself. And, and my parents were happy or excited when Fairfield came calling. And being a great school that it is, uh, it kind of pushed me in that direction. Got it. So it's so it was education driven by your parents, mm -hmm. because they have a better education, better reputation than those other ac academic institutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the way it is now, but that's when it was back then. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know that it is now. Although I think Fairfield's still a pretty good school, yeah, right? Fairfield's yeah. still a good school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it outlaps those other ones that you just mentioned yeah. uh, academically. But again, every school is what you put into it, right? I mean, there's there's schools that have great nursing programs. There's schools that have great whatever programs that may not be on the same level with some of the business schools, right? I mean, you're, uh, where'd you go? Bryant. Bryant. Bryant, one of the B's, right? Bryant, Babson, yeah. Brandeis. Bryant, Babson, Bentley were the three B's. Berkeley. Oh, Brandeis isn't in that mix? Uh, not when I was in school. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the three B's, Bryant, Babson, Bentley. Bryant, Babson, Bentley. Yeah, and Babson was kind of on a different level. It still is. Yeah, and then Bentley and Bryant. We tried to hire a guy from Babson, but we ended up with you happens yeah still regretting it to this day hey he's probably <laughs> on the greener pastures well greener like babson's uniforms you like how i did that yeah i saw what you did there like so four years at fairfield no no there was only two years at fairfield okay yeah we had some uh bumpy roads down there yeah just wasn't a good fit <laughs> so you come home from from uh from from fairfield yeah and what do you do uh, right to work for dad. Dad's like, yep, right to work. So, he so back to the union stuff. Yeah, back to work. But now Monday through Friday, yeah. 
Yeah. In the winter. Yeah, working full time. It, it was a grind. How old are you now? Uh, today? No. <laughs> uh, At this point in the story, how old even, are you? I don't even know. I went, to, I was a 21 year old freshman. So I had to be 22, 23 years old this time. You were a 21 year old freshman? I was an old freshman, yeah. Jeez. I was, I was a 21 year old senior. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't take any time off. If I if I could go back, I would take I wouldn't take time off between high school and college. I would take time off between college and law school and get out and get a real job and work something else before I went back to law school. But I don't th- I don't know that I would have gone back to law school had I done that. They always say that year off no matter what, just sometimes it's hard to get back into it. Right. Yeah, and I think if you were making a couple of bucks, you know, now you're going to go back to being a student, you know, not making a couple bucks. Oh, yeah, and studying again and all that grind. Yeah, it's a different animal. All right, so you come home. This is back to you. Come Yeah, come home. I let you catch your breath. You've been talking a lot. This is the most I've ever heard him talk. Come home and... So this uh, is my favorite, and I say this all the time on the podcast. My fa- One of my favorite things on the podcast is I get to learn things about people that I've known for a very long time. I think I've known most of this, but not all of it. I didn't know you work in union in, in high school, you animal. Father was like a, he's such a nice guy. He was like I a know, he was tough. iron fist back then. Was. Pop. Like the nicest guy you ever meet. He's always patting me on the back, asking me how things are going. He like beat you guys down, digging ditches when you were 15. Yeah. Made you the man you are today, though. Yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah, weirdo sure. with a mustache. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Widow with a mustache. All right, so you come back from Fairfield, and what happens next? Uh, I don't even, you know, I just working. Um, ended up joining the uh, National Guard just to kill some time. <laughs> just wasn't really sure what I was going to be doing. Okay. Uh, and where does that take you? So that was, uh, it didn't really take me anywhere because it was, well, I did, you have to do the training, the uh, boot camp. and then Where's the boot camp? Boot camp was in South Carolina. So you go down there. Fort Jackson. Is, yeah. is it like, and this is going to sound terrible, but is it like the real boot camp, like the Marines boot camp, or is it like a watered down version of, because it's the National Guard? I don't know the answer. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's a real boot camp. You, you're, you're with uh, other National Guard to be soldiers and then uh, full-time soldiers. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a real boot camp. It's, it's not, it's not a infantry type boot camp. Um, but yeah, it's, it's. And how long are you down there for? I think I was there for nine weeks. Okay, so it's a good stretch. Yeah. yeah. Did Craigie go at the same time? No, no. Craigie was uh, a couple years later than I was. Okay. Yeah. So you go National Guard, nine week boot camp. Yeah, and then a seven or eight week, uh, like, I think it's called, I, I forget. It's individual training or IT. It's just what you're going to be doing with, when you're within the. Okay, and so what, what were you training for? So they had me doing. Um, what well, it was, um, uh, I, I it's like a, a quartermaster type, a unit supply type of thing. Okay. Um, but it, it, there was no specific training to that actual field. It was just, it's just says seven or eight more weeks of just doing nothing. <laughs> and are you still in South Carolina? Uh, yes, yes, that was. Was that South Carolina? I feel like you should know this. This is your life. This is like 30 years ago. Yeah. I know. And you haven't talked about it in a long time. I haven't. Uh, I think it was South Carolina. Yeah. 
So where do you go after that? So you're in South Carolina for the better part of... Uh, oh, yeah, but you come home. You come home here and there for a couple of weeks, and you go back down. So, yeah, after that, you come home. Did and you get any free time when you were down there? You, like, go out and party with the guys at a, all? A couple of weekends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... What do they call that? You're on leave? Leave. Yeah. Yeah, I left. Uh-huh. It was good. It, you yeah? Know, it's good training. It's, Did the girls like the soldiers down there or what? Um, There weren't, there weren't many. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm sure they do. I, I just, uh, there weren't they many. They do. They do. Oh yeah. There weren't many. Women yeah. love military. Yeah. They do. Definitely. Men in uniform, right? Men in uniform. Right. Johnny Cops. Johnny Cops. Yeah. Marine. Yeah. He's a marine. Yeah. Oh wow. He checks all the boxes. All of them. Yeah. A little short for me, but he does check most of the boxes. Johnny, so. he's taller than I am, isn't he? No. Johnny's short. Five eight and three quarters. Oh, just three. ask him. Five nine on a good day. Yeah. And he's got his heels in. With his boots on. Yeah, when he's wearing his heels. So after you've trained to be you know, a, a superhero, <laughs> I um, came home. And then life is normal. You just, you just go on doing what you're doing. You're working, you know, various jobs, whatever I was doing at the time. And they call you up once a month to go away for two weeks to do some BS training in the woods and come home. Well, you're gone for two weeks a month? Two weeks, excuse me, two weeks a, a summer, once a month. Yeah, one weekend a month, two weeks a yeah, year, right? Yeah, yeah. The two weeks a year, you, you go into the Cape, you're going upstate New York. Yeah. Running, you know, just, just running around the woods playing with cops and <laughs> robbers and pack back up and you come home and you go right back to work. It's, yeah. But, so it was a six-year commitment and uh, in my sixth year, we... we you're getting told that we're getting deployed. So at the time, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I only have like three months left. Can I just get out? Yeah. No, my commitment six years, so we, we had to go. And so, so where do you go? So that, yeah, so that was neat. So we, we would do a pre-deployment. We go to Wisconsin. We're there for like five or six weeks, trying to get all all the all the soldiers in shape because it's National Guard. It's not a full time thing. It's part time. So it's a lot of training at there for five or six weeks, and then we jump on a plane and we head to uh, Egypt for uh, twelve. Was it twelve? Months? I don't know, ten or twelve months in Egypt. Oh, that long? Yeah. Wow. I think, wow. Maybe the, the whole commitment may have been twelve months. Maybe the time in Egypt was eight eight months. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. There's an incredible photo of him on a camel. Oh, camel. <laughs> I got a lot of camel rides. You gotta, you gotta that. send Rupia the I photo. Need, of, I need that. So picture. she will put it on the podcast. It's yeah. an incredible picture of him. He looks very military, riding the camel. He does look regal. I need, I need to see this. He looks regal. Do you have it on your phone? Uh, I'm sure we can find it. Yeah, I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah. In archives. So at some point you come back and you start your career. Yeah. Uh, so after the deployment, we come home. Um, I'm not even sure what job. I was probably I was definitely working in the construction industry, uh, more than likely with my father um, as a, a project manager or estimator for his construction company, grinding with that. Um, and I spent 12 years with him doing that type of work. Uh, I left his company to get on the manufacturing side of construction, so working with a manufacturer, being a sales rep. Uh, regional sales manager. Is that was that with Henry? I was with Henry. Yep. Okay. And how long are you with Henry? Uh, probably five or six years with Henry. And during this time, you get married at some point. Oh yeah, I got married. Uh, oh I yeah, was, he says. I think. Oh, yeah. Where well, did you meet Emily? Emily, where did we meet? So Emily, 
Emily was actually the love my, of his life. Yeah, the love of my life. She's actually my sister's college roommate. Oh, really? Yeah. So sibling weekend, I was a huge hit up there. <laughs> <laughs> what school? Merrimack College. So you go to Merrimack College for sibling weekend, uh-huh. and end up scooping your sister's roommate. roommate. I did. Well, <laughs> I did. not during the obviously siblings weekend, but yeah, that's how it ended up playing out. But yeah, later on, maybe later on, maybe a month later. But yeah. yeah, right back up <laughs> right. there. Right back up to, to Merrimack College. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'm going to yeah. see my sister. I'll be back. I left my sneakers. Yeah. Oh, the old leave my sneaker trick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I got married. Uh, I've been married, I think it's it's 14 years now. Wow. Emily. Um, Emily's great. Yeah, she's great. I, when I first met her, I, you know, I remember going to her, 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 her condo at the time and you pull in the driveway, and she, I don't know if she purposely did this, but she opened, her garage doors were open. And at the time, she was working for Nike Golf. And so I, I get out of my car, and I, I kind of walk into the garage, and there's got to be half a million dollars worth of golf gear just sitting there. And I just said, this is the one. This is it. This is it. <laughs> I'm <We're> done. <laughs> Lock it up. Yeah. Hey, everybody has that moment, right, when they know, yeah. you know. Marlene told me that told that guy to pick up his glasses, and you you had a half a million dollars of uh, <laughs> of merchandise yeah. in the in the closet. That so this tracks for both of you. Yeah, perfectly right. <laughs> it really does. Um, so after Henry, uh, at at some point you end up here at Crowd Lending. Yeah, it was uh, yeah a year after Henry, I came on board over here. Uh, you you know just starting off doing little stuff right away, you know, and it's been this is my th- third year. Third year with you guys? Is it, is it that long? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Is he the second longest tenured yeah. employee besides you, Nick? I am. Yeah. So it goes Nick. Pay raise. Keith. And then who's next? You? Walshy. Me? Is this like the brain trust uh, in here? Jeremy. Wait, Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Quiet Jeremy. Jeremy, Speaking then her. Jeremy. He doesn't say much over there. Forget yeah, about him. he packs a punch when he does. He does. He does. Yeah. Listen. So what are you doing now here at Crowd Lending? Uh, a lot, really. All, all of it. Um, it's been great. I started off just, you know, uh, running the, not running, but overseeing the construction aspect of our business. Um, I'm sure most people know that 90% of our loans have a construction aspect to them. Uh, and, and so I've been kind of overseeing that. Uh, along that way, I picked up loan modifications. Uh, I do use me for collections, which is a fun part of my job. Yeah, that's kind of where it started, right? It did start with collections. It started yeah. with collections yeah. because we were coming out of the pandemic, and I was dealing with collections, and I said, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, and we brought Keith on to deal with collections, which was a pain in the neck then. It's still a pain in the neck, but it's a lesser of a pain in the neck. Yeah. And then it morphed into when we figured out uh, that you were being underutilized given your background in construction that you had developed because of your father. There's a little nudge right there, right? See that? See what I did there, Rupia? What's your dad's name? Pop. Pop. <laughs> Do you really call him Pop? No, everyone else does. I call him Pop. Yeah. I call him Pop. That's so sweet. I know. He's <laughs> he's sweet. And you, you, Papa Carter? Pop. We should get him on. Oh, Pop would be great on here. He'd be a great. He'd be a great addition to this um, to the podcast. He's we're gonna mock him down for for coming on. He'd, he'd be happy to do it. But but essentially, you know, the little nudges that got you into that field gave you the construction background. Then it gave you sort of the sales background with Henry because that was important. Now you can deal with people, uh, and it all kind of led right to crowd lending. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. And and 
for those that don't know, you've also been on the bench with me for seven years at Duxbury High. The assistant to the assistant, yes. Well, you were the assistant to the assistant when I was the assistant. Right. And then I became the head coach and you became the first assistant. Sorry, Just, sorry, Craigie. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. It is what I mean, it is. I mean, the truth Facts. hurts sometimes. Yeah. Um, what do you like most about that role? I think coaching in general. It's 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 working with the kids. It's it's teaching them something that you were taught growing up playing a sport that you loved, and and then and then seeing them do it on the ice or off the ice. It's you know it's very it's very rewarding to yeah. to watch the kids kind of grow, especially at the high school age when you're getting kids who are fourteen and you you know they're done with you when they're eighteen and, and see what they really can turn turn into not just in hockey but in life really. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice seat to be in, and, and uh, this is always a good time of year uh, to be around the program because we do youth skates where you know we invite all the youth kids, uh, girls, to come. Either you know we do like a skill session, and then they get to meet the team, and then they get to have some pizza, and then the very next day we do the alumni game. So you get to see all the kids that are coming up. Then you've got you know we always have practices around here, so you got the kids that are in the program now. And then you got all the girls that come back, uh, and we have an alumni game that started four or five years ago with like six girls, and you know we'll be up around thirty to thirty-five girls this coming uh, on Christmas Eve. We do it on Christmas Eve, so it's just a really cool time to be around the program and uh, and be part of that. That's probably my favorite part is to kind of be part of something that's bigger than you within the community. You know, it's I I do agree with all the things you said about teaching kids, you know, how to play hockey and all that stuff, and you know, hopefully influencing them and teaching them some life lessons. But to be part of something that now spans from, you know, Jenny's going to be there, right? Your little Jenny. How yeah. old is Jenny? She's five. Yeah. She's five. And, and last year we had girls coming back that are probably pushing 35, 40 years old. So to see that span of 40 years, 40 years of Duxbury High girls hockey is pretty neat. Yeah, this is cool. Um, and we're a part of it. We certainly are. Yeah. Big, big part of it. For now, uh, they're gonna. The mustache is scaring people away. <laughs> I've had some looks. Yeah, yeah. And, and now Nick's kind of part of it. He took some photos for us. Yeah, team photographer now. Yeah. Well, you don't get a title. Just you know, you're the guy that took pictures. Team photographer. Not yet. Team. It's a paying gig. Yeah. No, it's not. You got to earn it's that. A, it's a rewarding gig. Well, Keith, I think you did a wonderful job. I know you were very nervous to come on the show. <laughs> Didn't want to come on the show. And uh, we got to learn a little bit about Keith, and, and you didn't really have to talk. You, you didn't have to, you know, you didn't have to bail him out. It would be. I think I was just here just to show him that he can do this. Yeah. A big growing moment for Keith, and we're all proud of you, Keith. So thank you very much. We appreciate you coming on. Everybody out, Rupia, you got anything to say before you leave for four weeks? Thanks, Keith. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. holidays. Happy Merry holidays. Happy New Year. Uh, we'll Happy be, New Year. We'll be, we'll be back after the New Year. Um to rekindle the velocity and the momentum that we had uh, when we started this thing, what, 25 episodes ago? Ish. Yeah. We used to know that exactly, but now yeah. we're an ish type of group. Ish. Uh -huh. We have so many that you do, it starts to blend a little yeah. bit now. So it's a good thing. Good well, hopefully hopefully, uh, people have enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed doing it for this year. going to continue it on next year. Hopefully broaden our horizons of guests a little bit. We're going to... We're going to get Rupert to work on getting some guests in here as part of her job as a producer. We can do that. Yeah. I want Johnny Cops in here. Johnny Cops. Yeah. Let's get him in. We'll learn a little bit about Johnny. We'll put him on the hot seat. Oh, man. Uh, so happy holidays, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy whatever else is out there to celebrate this time of year. 
And as always, if anybody needs anything, you can give me a call because everybody needs a nudge. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Nick. Always. Yeah. Bye, Rupia. Merry Christmas. (laughs) 